Welcome to the weekend edition of the Daily Dad Podcast, where on the weekends we do a deeper dive at how to get better at our most important job, being a parent. Sometimes in these episodes, I talk to best-selling authors and elite performers and other guests. But lately, I've also been having conversations with my wife, Samantha, the co-parent of my two boys. And uh, we do it over in the Daily Stoic studio here in Bastrop, Texas. And she and I talk about things that we're working on as parents, things that we're working on as people, and how we are supporting each other, challenging each other, and uh, like I said, trying to get better at what we do. Guest or not, I hope you hear some ideas here that will help make you a better parent. I was better for having the conversation. I hope you enjoy. Hey, it's Ryan Holiday. Welcome to another episode of the Daily Dad Podcast. As you know, the Daily Dad Podcast began as an email, and every day we send out the Daily Dad email. Uh, Monday through Friday, Daily Stoic is an email, Monday through Friday, uh, and then there's the Saturday Roundup. And I've used a bunch of different email services over the years, but the one we use for both of these uh, is a company called ConvertKit. And it was founded by a friend of mine, this guy, Nathan Berry, a serial entrepreneur, who I was I realized I met him when I was doing a talk for Growth Hacker Marketing, one of my marketing books back in, I don't know, 2013, 2014, so many years ago. And then he started this great email marketing company and uh, it blew up, it's a huge business. And he's a great dude and he was in town to do something and uh, I know he's a dad. And so I said, hey, why don't you come in and let's have a little parenting conversation, which we did at the studio. And uh, that is today's episode. You can check out ConvertKit uh, if you're thinking about starting an email list. If you have an email list, you're not happy with yours, I do recommend ConvertKit. It's been awesome to me over the years. Um, Nathan had kids much younger than I did, so we talked about that in the episode and uh, how we both live out in the country, some of our favorite parenting advice and uh, some parenting techniques. I thought this was a great episode. I think you're really going to like it. Thanks to Nathan for coming on. I'll talk to y'all soon. What's the best piece of parenting advice you think you've gotten? Oh, that's a good question. Best piece of parenting Or worst. I don't know. I feel like, do people give out that much parenting advice? I heard one, someone was sitting here. His name is uh, William Carey. He's a fighter pilot in Vietnam. He was talking about his son, who he disagrees with a lot. I, I got the sense that they, yeah, not, it's not that they're not close, but that they, they butt heads a they lot. Butt heads. And he said, um, I think about this all the time, he said, the goal of every conversation is to get to the next conversation, or is to get to have the next conversation. Okay. So his point was that, you're like, not burn a bridge. You're yeah. never burning a bridge. You don't need to accomplish anything in yeah. a given thing. Like, you don't need them to, if you're forcing them to understand this or that, or try like just have this conversation and then you're always trying to remember that the important thing is that the relationship continues. Okay, yeah, I like that. It reminds me of, I, I think actually the best piece of parenting advice I ever got, which is you don't have to get on the roller coaster. What's that mean? So if there is, you're in a situation, right? And you're watching this roller coaster go by, right? One kid, another kid, maybe your spouse, like everything else, you have a choice hmm. of whether or not you want to get on that roller coaster with them. And the, you know, their emotions are going crazy. Sure. Your emotions will soon be going great. You know, everything else, right? right? And there's a choice in that moment. Do you want to get on 
or do you want to say like you enjoy the ride (laughs) (laughs) you know i will be right here waiting for you when you finish and that's been such a helpful thing to have like the steady emotional state no because kids Mm -hmm. like kids are tailor-made perfectly made to like push your buttons and things right like they, they they learn everything they do know exactly what to do and so realizing like okay i have a choice i have agency in all of this and so i actually will have that roller coaster image pop into my head when i see you know my four-year-old like starting to fall apart and you know he's trying like trying to pull me into mm-hmm. whatever he's feeling and i'll see this roller coaster pop into my head and be like oh yeah this ride's not for me <laughs> well i think it's not only the choice to get on or not get on. But I feel like one of the things I catch myself doing, which I try not to do, and I think parents do all the time, is they see the roller coaster and they throw themselves in front of the roller coaster. They try to stop it, right? And it's like, this person is having big, overwhelming feelings, which is, by the way, their job. It's part (laughs) of what it is to be a child who's figuring shit out. And if you don't remember, it's terrifying and weird and disorienting to be four or six or 14 or 40, right? And like, you don't have to stop them from having those emotions, right. like, or from going on the ride. You can just sort of be there when it comes to a natural stop. <laughs> you know, I mean, and I feel like a lot of times when I get myself into trouble, it's been me putting something in front of that happening, either myself or going like, no, it is very important that we get to this thing by right. two o'clock. Which in retrospect, it was not important at all. Nobody cared. We didn't get there by two and nobody noticed. Like, but uh, you know, you just get in your head, you go, if I am late, then I'm teaching them to be late. And if I teach them to be late, then they won't be a good employee. You know, you're like, (laughs) and all of a sudden you're like, no, what's actually happening is a four-year-old is throwing a tantrum. That's it. It's not any more or any less than that. It's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's so many times that you're trying to confront things head on. Yeah. I don't know if this makes you a good parent or a terrible parent, but my n- number one like parenting technique uh, is distraction. <laughs> right, so you see that thing happening, right, and you realize like, okay, this is going to end in a full-on conflict of yeah. you getting your shoes on so that we can get in the car. Yeah. Right, and then so sort of like, okay, like authority, and you need to learn. You like you could build up sure. to this moment, and then I'm like, or I'm gonna be like, look over here. Yeah. And then a little later, you know, because like when someone is four, that's not the time that you're going to win that particular battle. There's a story I tell on Discipline is Destiny about Queen Elizabeth. She and Prince Philip had traveled like all day. It was this long thing. They get to this event. The event's a disaster. The people hadn't done what they were supposed to do. And he's like, she she sees him like reaming this dude out, which is not very royal <laughs> and not what he's supposed to do. And so she kind of walks up to him and she like puts her hand on him on his back and, and she goes... Like, Phil, look, look at this pottery. She's like pointing at this thing at the, the d- exhibit they're at. And he looks, he stares at it, whatever. And he sort of calms down and they go on and do the thing. And this politician who watches the whole thing happen um, kind of comes over later and he looks. He wanted to see like, what was this thing that she pointed out. And there's no pottery at all. <laughs> like she'd really just taken this person who was in this sort of spiral and just put it over here. And it was just enough to kind of break whatever that right like rabid fixation or going down a direction that you're not gonna like to do which i feel like we need as adults and i think my wife and i do a good job catching our like you are actually the one who's starting to lose it like they're fine you know like this thing doesn't matter at all but you're in this 
you know, power struggle with this tiny person, or, but also, yeah, like they're sad or upset or whatever, and you can redirect that energy or distract that. Like my my youngest, he wakes up like angry every day, like just so angry. For some reason, yeah. he's the angriest person in the world, so mad. Like it doesn't matter who wakes him up or how it goes, he's just like angry. So if I wake him up, he wants his mom. If she wakes him up, he wants me. You know, just like whatever. But if you like tell him something funny, like in the first five seconds that he's awake and he laughs, <laughs> the whole spell is broken. You know, it's yeah. like, so he's just in this like loop. And if you break the loop, you get out of it. And I, that's, there's probably something in that. What I think as a lot of the things that the behaviors that we want to correct, we're trying to set the example and correct them in the moment, mm -hmm. which is actually the worst time usually sure. to do it. Because yeah, they're unreachable in the moment. Yeah, they're entirely unreachable. And so I think with that, you know, either not getting on the roller coaster, letting, letting the ride conclude, because yeah. it will it will come to an end. Sure. Um, or, you know, using distraction or something else to be like, okay, we're gonna, you know, do this. And then later have that conversation of like, hey, you know, when we're getting ready to go, here are the things that yeah. happen or talk through it. And then the other thing that I do quite a bit is just talk through what's going to happen. Yes. Here's our plan for the day. Here's, this started um, one time, uh, my wife was leaving for a, ser like a, a series of evenings in a row. She yeah. had the same event that she was going to. And so I was like, okay, you know, it's just going to be, uh, it was just the two of us, uh, me and my, my two older boys at the time at home. And so we would write a list of this is what we're going to do tonight. And it would have the fun things that they wanted and the, uh, you know, we need to do the dishwasher, yeah. we need to do these other things. And now it's turned into a thing where I'm like, okay, what, you know, what should we do today? And my four-year-old is like, death, let's write a list. <laughs> You know, and they come sure. back to that list and like, okay, yeah, we did the fun thing. And, and I was like, oh, we also need to empty the dishwasher. Like, That's right, we do. That is on the list. Have you read Dr. Becky's book, Good Inside? No, I haven't. I'll give it to you. She calls that emotional vaccination. Okay. So like, you're going to have like feelings about, it's like, hey, we're watching TV, but like bedtime is at eight. Yep. So in 10 minutes, I'm turning this <laughs> off, right? Yeah. And you're not going to like that because you never like doing it. But let's try not to lose our minds <laughs> as if this is a total unexpected surprise because it's not i'm telling you about it yeah. right now right and so that's what a vaccine is right a vaccine is introducing you to that thing so, that so you can prepare for it and yeah a lot of it's like hey you can emotionally vaccinate yourself like mm -hmm. i'm flying tomorrow there's going to be a line because this event is in town it's going to be stressful it's going to be more inefficient than it needs to be I'm going to be anxious for this, you know, and you just sort of walk through, you yes. just think about those feelings in advance. The Stoics call this premeditation mulorum or premeditation vehicles. But it's like, if you need it as an adult, your kid has never been through this thing before. They don't know, right? And, or they've only been through it once, or it's unusual. And so to walk through it, to make the list, here's how the things are going to happen. You're just kind of teaching them like, well, one, how do I kind of anticipate those big emotions so they're not so big? And then also... So there's like an order that this is happening. It's not random chaos because random chaos is unnerving and scary and makes you feel vulnerable and weak. That's not what's like, I have the plan. It's in my head, but we're going to write it down. So you also have the plan and then you don't have to be such a monster about it. <laughs>
That's where today's sponsor comes in. During cold and flu season, I'm doing everything I can to make sure I stay healthy. That's why I use Propolis Immune Support Throat Spray from Beekeepers Naturals. Their immune support throat spray, I use it when I travel, when I'm doing talks. And it's easy to use. It's effective. You can bring it everywhere with you, and it tastes delicious. Just four sprays daily supports immune health and helps you feeling your best at all times. Today, Beekeepers Naturals is offering you an exclusive offer. Go to beekeepersnaturals.com slash daily dad or enter daily dad to get 20% off your order. That's B-E-E-K-E-E-P-E-R-S-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S.com slash daily dad or enter code daily dad. Beekeepers Naturals products are also available at Target, Whole Foods, Amazon, CVS, and Walgreens. Hey, you're listening to the Daily Dad Podcast, one meditation a day inspired to help you do your most important job, which is be a great father. These are meditations inspired by ancient wisdom, psychological research, and just great strategies from normal dads just like you. Thanks for listening. 